I'm just happy to be here. What's up, beautiful people of this great world? My name is Exact Change. It's sunny, it's hot, it's July, it's right after the 4th of July, and I'm happy to be here with my guest today, Derek Jenkins. Hey. What's up, man? Yeah, yeah. Dude, this is fucking awesome, man. Long time coming, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm glad that you came because uh, I got a whole bunch of shit that I'm like super interested that I've been yeah. seeing that you're doing. Thank you, man. So how you doing lately? Doing good? Shit. Good, man. A lot of stuff. Uh, life shit, music shit. Um, it, it's like a lot. This is a time where a lot of stuff is happening, but it, it's good, man. It's good. I feel like I'm busy. I feel like I'm uh, inspired. Mm-hmm. You know, what's cool is that you were just saying that you used to live like right here in my neighborhood, literally down the street. (laughs) So uh, I moved to Spokane my freshman year of high school, which I believe is probably like 2003, 2002, something like that. I don't even know. Where'd you move from? Uh, Massachusetts. Oh, wow. Yeah, Air Massachusetts. Oh, that that explains why you're a Boston fan. Yeah. I was always wondering, this guy's a Celtics fan. I like everything Massachusetts except the Patriots. Yeah. They can kiss my ass. Yeah. it's, It's super annoying. Being there, like Patriots, it, it's just like a super annoying thing because they're cheaters, mm-hmm. and they just like I don't know, I just don't like them. I just I just don't like those guys. No, I like the Cowboys for football. Oh, okay. Yeah. So wait, who else, who else, what other sports does Boston have? Uh, so you got the Bruins, you got oh, the, the Red Sox, you got the oh Celtics. the Red Sox. Yeah. So I, I fuck with everything else. Boston. And the Red Sox just won the World Series, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I, everything everything Red Sox, but the the uh, the Patriots are just trash yeah middle finger to the cameraman because yeah. he fucking likes the patriots oh. <laughs> yeah damn traitor uh, <laughs> shout out funny. to chris the cameraman yeah um so that's that's cool man moved from massachusetts came here in high school yeah i was so, getting in trouble uh over there yeah yeah so, my mom it was like boys in the hood my mom was like yo you gotta bounce so what she sent you over here she moved over here no she sent me over here but my dad lived here hmm. he was uh, a recruiter for the marine corps and um yeah i was just i was i was a pretty that was fucking up. So mm-hmm. my mom was just like, yo, like I can't handle him. And Did it help coming over here? Yeah. Just changed? Uh, nah. It, <laughs> yeah, like it did. It, it ended up being a good choice. Yeah. Like I ended up, you know, obviously having my daughter here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it ended up being a good thing. But initially, like I came right in the midst of me just being like a super fuck up. Like it doesn't change overnight. Like you're yeah. still that person. Yeah. Like you met your girl here and all that yep. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, so, man. Yeah. So it was it ended up being a good thing. But initially, fuck nah. Like that shit was it was still bad. And did you did you hate it? Did you hate the idea of moving over here? Um, I, I didn't want to leave my friends. Yeah, of course. You know, like I didn't want to leave my family, my friends. You know, everybody uh, is there. So it was it was tough to come here and um, not know one person. I didn't know one, especially at that age. You're yeah. at this age where like Freshman that's so ex- it's so important to you to like have your friends and that was tough, man. Um, yeah, and it was it was definitely a move. But obviously, like I was like, you know, I'm gonna be with my dad and all that. But um, but I didn't know anybody. Yeah, and so it was tough. And on top of that, I just was in a mode where I was. I was trying to do my own thing. I was just like, yo, I know everything right now. I'm a grown ass man. Yeah, exactly. In a, in a freshman's body. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was a tough move, but it ended up being the right thing. Well, it's crazy how like these kind of like get out of our comfort zone and we're like, oh, what the fuck, man? And, like, yeah. and then it just you grow so much. Yeah. And then these these crazy things, man. Like you said, you have your you have your daughter. You have you know you meet your girl. Like all this stuff. Like well, come. And, Who- and 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 also, um, right when I came, this was kind of like the beginning of me deciding like oh, i'm a rap for real like this it, it wasn't like the beginning but it was like 
I was like, okay, I have to take this seriously. And so, were you rapping when you were in Massachusetts? I, that's where it started. I was probably like, I don't remember how old I was, but I can think of like the timeline. It was like when Eight Mile was out. Mm-hmm. It was like when I was really like, all right, I'm gonna really like try to rap. And me and like all my friends was rapping at the lunch table and shit. That's and like, so dope. We were just like super inspired. I remember we we all went to go see Eight Mile together. And it was like that time 50 Cent was probably, it's like mixtape 50 Cent oh, yeah. though. And like um, Dipset and like all that shit. Like I I, I was 50 Cent. That was Cent. the beginning of that whole like yeah. wave for you. Yeah. Which and then, turned into this whole yeah. and so, thing. So I was like, and Eminem was like, the Eminem show, that album made me be like, I, right, I'm going to make fucking albums and like rap and go to studios and do it like that. Because we were just like rapping at the lunch table and doing shit like that. There was no studios, and I believe there still isn't any studios in Air, Massachusetts. Like mm-hmm. you know, um, what was it called? Air, Air, A Y E R, Air. Yeah, oh, yeah, damn. yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, there was no that just wasn't accessible to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, being there, but going to. Uh, I mean, was that even a thought at that time to like get in a studio and record? You know, um, well, I did go to my uncle Howie, rest in peace. Um, was the first studio that I ever went to, and. Um, he was actually a, mu- a musician. He had a band called Design that was, uh, they were, I don't know, like soul, funk, R&B type. Band really? In, uh, in Lemonster, Massachusetts, which is where my mom lives now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he had like his own his own band. So he had a studio like in his house. And I we we all thought that I was like, oh shit, like he got a studio in his house. And you're house. like, I'm trying to rap. Like, whoa, And dude, that was the yeah. first time we ever went, me and a couple of my friends. And, um, and so that was kind of like the introduction, but, um, you know, it was, he was, he was into that type of stuff. Like we were like trying to be like rappers. Like we thought we were like dipset, you know what I'm saying? So we were like, you know, so that was, I was kind of, I had it in my mind, but we just didn't have options. And then I came out here and then, you know, it was like, there was a couple more studios at the time. And that's when I really started to kind of bloom as like an artist. It's like a rapper or musician. It was, was here. So with that that was that was a good thing the move was a good thing so when did it become something that was like really serious where you were like work like putting together projects or like i feel like it was always like that like from the beginning like in my mind like i was like i'm gonna really do this shit Mm -hmm. but it was just like we just didn't have like options and we and this is freshman junior yeah i mean yeah by the time i got here yeah i was like yeah i'm a rapper like where's the studio at like where's the you know what i'm saying yeah um but like I said, we just didn't have the options, man, in in Massachusetts. And uh, weird that like you don't have the the options in Massachusetts, but so you come to Spokane, Washington, and there's more opportunities for for that kind of stuff. It's just yeah, you wouldn't think you at would... that at that time, yeah. And I don't know, like I, you know, now it's uh, I'm actually I'm, I'm headed back that way um, at some point within the next year. Mm-hmm. Um, just like visit, go over no, there. No, no, I think I think I'm making that move for good. Man. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think it's time. Um, mostly because like I, I I have a lot of New York is where I really want to end up. Yeah. You know, so I just kind of feel like the closer I get to New York is is whatever. And I mean, so you're really, yeah. I mean, over here everything's so spread out. You're so far from being able to be in a one place, like the epicenter of everything: arts, music. Yeah. I mean, there is there. I, I I think Spokane is growing though. Mm-hmm. Like it is growing, and it is it is starting to realize it. You know, realize its own potential. Yeah. Um. But. I gotta, but still, there's I gotta, only so much. I gotta move. Yeah. Man. You know nope. what I'm saying? That's I just, get it. That's just really what it is. And so, um. But yeah, at the time, yeah, Spokane definitely had more 
opportunity. Man. So what was that? So what was that big first kind of like single that you released? That you can remember, uh, like here, just just in yeah yeah here. I uh, mean, since when you got to Spokane? Well, when I got to Spokane, so technically, just a disclaimer, like I count Funeral Kings, which is the soundtrack for the you know indie film that I did with my guys online. Share shout out Chris, Jesse, Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, we did the soundtrack for this movie, and I really consider that my first project because yeah. that was like the first time that I was like, I feel like I know I. That was the first time I felt like I know who I am. You know what I'm saying? So everything I did before that was kind of like for play play. So when was that? Uh, Funeral King. Shit, man. That was like 2010, 11. Oh, okay. Something like that. I can't even really remember, but it was a while ago. And it was. God, it doesn't th- seem like that was that long ago. Like 2011. That was so. It was still to this day my one of my most. Uh, greatest music experiences ever really that was really the first time i was ever in there with producers who were like playing live instruments and doing doing it live like we were just like we were like a literal fucking garage how did you end up like getting an opportunity from like coming over here and then running into something like that like what like how how yo it's it's so wild how shit happened um to go back to your original question which kind of leads me into this Mm -hmm. um we did this project called futurama which was like 2009 that was like my first like project and it was kind of we didn't really know what we were doing but we did and yeah you know there was shit there um i did a record on that uh which kind of saw the light of day but um wasn't something i was pushing super heavy but we did a record with oh okay and so when i did that record it uh it ended up in the hands of um some people who was like yo, like, I fucks with this. And so then we started kind of fucking with the same people. Um, and that was kind of, uh, to be honest with you, that was kind of how the Funeral Kings thing happened. It was kind of like just them putting the pieces together. I was actually only supposed to do, uh, I think, like like a record or two mm-hmm. on Funeral Kings. And they ended up being like, nah, actually, we want him to do, like, the whole fucking soundtrack. So you did, like, the whole thing? The whole soundtrack, yeah. Wow. Yeah, the whole soundtrack. And so... Wow. That was, and it was so fun, man. It was just, like, I, I really, to this day, still with those guys. And, and those guys, by the way, produced uh, Pushing Back. So... Oh, really? Yeah. So those dudes, like, to this day, I still am, like, I just can't believe that I have the opportunity to, like, work with these guys. Because they're so fucking talented and so cool. And they've worked with just some some great great people that i'm just like damn i'm like humbled like i'm like why the fuck do you fuck with me dude it shows that when you do good business yeah you you build those relationships where that's so real man there's trust and you know what i mean and they know that you do good work that's it's as simple as that just be a fucking decent person so alive that's when i first alive that single that's when i first kind of knew who you were yeah like as jinx i Mm -hmm. was like you know who like what who's who's this guy like you know and that was when you were like in a pool right like you were yeah. doing all sorts of crazy shit we, you were we, dancing we had, we had the like, whole fucking ymca that was man. a whole thing i was yeah. like dude this is fucking this is a whole production movie so when was that like thir- that was 2013 something 13? like that yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay and so like what was happening in your life at this point because obviously oh, my life was fucked up really because you were going obviously you did this funeral kings thing this was this big kind of highlight and obviously probably the height of anything that you had done at that point mm. and then yep. kind of explain how that led into like alive uh, and, and all that yo alive was just like 
I was just, I have been working with a bunch of random um, producers. Like I had just been doing a lot of sessions with like, you know, producers and writers and just mm -hmm. co collaborating with different people. And I don't know, I just, uh, Kobe and Simon who, uh, who produced that, um, once again, super talented guys. Um, Simon Katz actually was part of fucking Jamiroquai. Really? What? Randomly, yeah. Really? Sick, which is funny because I, I learned, we had like a music class um, when I was in like elementary school and we had to learn how to play like things on the keyboard and I, I virtual insanity was like the shit that I like chose to like learn the little melody of. Dude, life is fucking weird, Yeah, man. I was in elementary school. <laughs> that brings and then, full circle. Yeah, and then like, so uh, yeah, but, but I, I link up with these guys and we were like doing... We were gonna do some like hip hop shit. Like they they were playing me like a bunch of rap shit, and then they played like this little. It was just an acoustic version of what you now know was alive. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm just." We were just trying to do some like Philip Phillips sound and shit. And I was like, "Yeah, let's fuck with that." <laughs> one. Oh my god! So they're showing you all this hip hop. Like this is what you're gonna want. And you you're like, "No, wait, hold on. Yeah, I hear like, this acoustic no, shit. I like this one." Yeah. And they were like, "Word." Yeah. And so then we did it in one day. Did it that day and. It was a wrap. So what you guys do? You just you wrote it, did everything right then. Recorded it in uh, Kobe's living room. Jesus. Yeah, man. Did it wow. in his living room, and uh, in one day, we he had like a, a a neighbor who could fucking sing. She actually has this uh, video, like hipster print Disney princess that was like popping back in the day, and she just happened to be his neighbor, and she can sing well. <laughs> and so she like came over and did all the background, so all the like female vocals you hear, that's her, just like his neighbor, just randomly coming over. God, like. dude, it's that universe. I was just having a conversation with the, you know, on Perfect Cody. Yeah, I had him on last yeah, yesterday, love him, man. Yeah. and uh, we were talking about the universe. I, I think that was with him. I could be mistaken, but we were talking about how the universe kind of brings things. Oh, that's what we were talking about. That yeah, like yeah. it'll like kind of sets things in in place it's, in a weird way yeah, it's weird man how you met how you were practicing a song a jamiroquai song ended up linking up with them yeah and then the the singer right you know and you're just kind of using the tools that are that are that you have yeah man. and then you make this masterpiece so tell me who did the video uh john john he actually did uh at the time, he was popping too. Mm -hmm. Once again, another example of why are you fucking with me? You know? So, and did you you reached out to him or he like how um, did that work? Yeah, my people had reached out to him and was just like, yo, you know, um, I mean, he didn't do the shit for free, of course. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So it was like, but you know, but yeah, he was he still, you know, he had told us at the time. I won't say no names, but you got to remember at the time he was doing all those Macklemore videos. So mm. he was doing thrift shop, thrift shop can't hold us. Um, those are good videos bro fucking, those are fucking uh, amazing videos yeah like he was doing all that shit so once again i'm broke as fuck at the time when i shot that video i was living with my dad like broke as fuck and just wow. had people that believed in me enough to be like well we'll put some put some plays together for you to make sure that we can get this video done because everybody believed in the song that much yeah and um, when well, you were kind of really working with some just this was real business that you mm -hmm. were doing this wasn't just kind of basement fun like you're really working with legitimate producers we're gonna you know get you with a legitimate videographer yeah y'all made something fucking epic bro yeah man it was in like I said it's just uh, I'm just so like grateful that people that's just purely based on talent and purely based on just people believing believing in you know what I'm doing and you know that was and it. it was organic it sounds like and that's yeah, why it, it was, came man. so 
so beautiful yeah. man yeah and it was it was such a crazy experience like i'll never forget that video shoot i remember like when we pulled up this once again you got to remember this is me still living with my dad yeah I remember we pulled up to the video shoot and there was just like cameras everywhere. There's people. There's like a crew. I'm talking a crew. You, saw, you see the credits at the end of the video. Yeah, like there's yeah. a literal fucking crew. And I remember like looking at my manager and being like, yo, is this for me? And he was like, yes, dude. Like, wow. Yeah, this is for because you. Because it's like, you know, you're not, you didn't set it up. You're walking into it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, whoa. Like, yeah, man. I can, man, I can imagine what that would be like to, for so many people to be kind of in your corner rooting for you and kind of. Yeah, man. That's that's amazing, man. Because from what I found, it's all about teamwork, man. It is. You know, a lot of people try to do it themselves. It is. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about you got a new project. Mm -hmm. It's fucking impactful. Thank you, man. You say a lot of fucking shit on this record. That's yeah. like, that's like, you know, it's yeah. gonna stir up some shit. People are like, well, he's talking about some real shit. He's not talking about bitches and drinking and which fucking, I never do. Yeah, you're talking yeah. about like real thought provoking mm -hmm. things. Uh, yeah. Take me back because I know that you wrote. You said you wrote the song uh, when we talked before in like 2017. Yeah, long or, or time. 16. Yeah, right, right in the beginning of the fucking Trump prison sentence that we were sentenced to. Yeah, yeah. which was 2000 November 2016. Yeah, so it was like 2017 early that mm -hmm. year. You started kind of writing about it. Yeah, I went to New York pretty soon after he got elected um so i'm in new york like in the midst of just all the chaos fucking madness and uh it was just heavy on our minds you know we were in the studio like this shit is fucked up out here we were thinking about it quite a bit and um yeah we made we made a bunch of shit but that was that was one of them so you made a bunch of songs and this this is the one that that really stuck and so you uh you got the beat back then who did the beat uh, like minds who were formerly part of Lion Share, who did Funeral Kings. So ah, we okay. keep it, you know. God, I, that beat is fucking. Da, 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 da. I mean, yo, it's 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 weird to even like call it a beat sometimes because like they're playing that shit live. Like that shit is like. That's true. Straight yeah. guitars, straight drums. You know what I'm saying? Like that's real. Like that's them. These these are musicians for real. So that's what I'm saying. Like people, if people only knew like what goes into these records, like when we're making them, like we're. You know, you hear the finished product and, you know, I put it out and sometimes people just don't give a fuck. Yeah. And then it's like, you motherfuckers, like, if you only knew. What like, we put into this. Like, what we put into this. Or when somebody just... listens to it and they're like, oh, that's cool and they appreciate it. Yeah. You know, when they can listen to this podcast, though, and kind of hear about mm -hmm. what went into it, I think that's the kind of stuff that makes yeah. it a little more special. You know what? My friend told me that. My friend told me that uh, he was like, when you talk about the records, it kind of puts new life into them you know me knowing the back him speaking like you know yeah. me, him knowing the background or whatever so hopefully yeah man but it's it really is like when i when you see me on social media like i make it a point to be like yo i appreciate you know your support and your love and you caring more than you know and that's mm -hmm. real because it really is like i i would I, I don't know what i would be without this music shit without yeah. you know what i'm saying like i literally like put everything into this this is my entire life outside of my kid and you know my, my kid on the way and yeah my family really man this is it so all right this is a question i got are we gonna are we gonna be able to to hear are we gonna be able to hear the song live in spokane before yeah, you sure. before you take off yeah for sure God, yeah, for some yeah, reason yeah. i have it in my head i'm like oh man he's gonna be leaving like yeah he's leaving now yeah yeah he's leaving no, us. no we, we you would definitely and especially um I would love, I mean, that uh, most of my music lately is just meant to have a live band, mm -hmm. um, but it's expensive to yeah, do it of course. the right way. So, um, 
I don't know if I can afford that shit, to be honest with you. But you will be some variation of pushing back alive, all that shit. You live. will see it. Yeah. In for Spokane. Sure. For sure. You have to. I've never performed alive in Spokane, <laughs> which is crazy. So, okay. What I would like to do is to show a clip. Maybe just yeah. show show the art, play the song. Yes, please. At man. least a, a part of the song so that way people could check it out. Please. Uh, so, yo, Derek Jenkins, pushing back. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Pissed off kids rolling Doja. Yeah. Throwing darts at a Trump poster. This for my white friends that were fucking posers. This for the blacks that went out like I'm a roaster. Fuck em all, fuck em all, fuck em all. House niggas love they masses dirty draws. Not me, dog. You can get the pause. We break jaws, break laws. Break into the White House, rush Donald Trump in front of press, and slap him with the autobiography of Malcolm X. Make the press all gas when the Oompa Loompa falls. Guess he should've built a wall. He will not divide us all. We pushing back. We will not stand still, homie. We pushing back. Give us peace or we at war. We pushing back. We pushing back. We pushing back, got our feet, we finna march, we pushing back That little wall, we kick it down, we pushing back We will not be quiet, homie, we pushing back Pushing back, pushing back Ladies, hide your pussies, niggas, hide your guns Stepping on with your friends, but y'all when it's all said and done And it's not so fun on the outside Yo, so that was a clip from Pushing Back, the new record, and uh, fuck, man, that song is it's awesome, man. But it's it's cool because there's a message behind it, and you can kind of just like you can fucking just rock out yes, to it. It's a vibe. So it's like you know yep. you can you can you can jam to it, but then like when you really put your ears on it, yeah, you're gonna take some shit away from it. Yeah. Man. So tell me about it. Tell me what. In, obviously, we know what inspired it, but tell me a little bit about your feelings when you were creating this record, when these things were going on and you were in New York City and you were kind of soaking up the vibe from how people were feeling, how you were feeling, and uh, how you really got inspired to, to create this one. Because you yeah. said you made multiple yeah. songs, so yeah. Um, hmm. Well, I mean, it, it really just starts... So I'm not going to lie to you. I was kind of one of the like naive people mm -hmm. who were like, there's no way this motherfucker is going to become the president of the United States. Guilty. <laughs> I was one that, you know, because, you know, you get you get those people that are like, oh, of course that was going to happen. And it's like, damn, how the fuck did y'all know that shit? Because I definitely was on the side of like. They're crazy. I don't feel like anybody knew that it was going to happen. I feel yeah. like it was like. Everybody kind of knew it was like, oh yeah, all right, yeah, Hitler. I mean, come on, yeah, right, like, right. Like, yeah, like this. This is a no-brainer. Like this is Donald this, Trump. He was on fucking The Apprentice. Like, like this is a game show host. This, this is a TV. Is, like this guy was on be, roast. Yeah. He was roasted on Comedy <laughs> Central, bro. Yo, Stone Cold stunned this motherfucker. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's so true. You like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's no way this motherfucker is gonna be in the White House <sighs> running the country. That's so crazy. And then he's in the White House running the country. And even before that, I started to see the energy shifting. Um, you know, that first verse was really just like me, like 
imagining how I could just whoop Donald Trump's ass. <laughs> and then the second verse is really me talking about my peers, people that I know. Yeah, that, I, I noticed that. That changed. That that all of a sudden, it's like, you know, I've known you for many years. I never knew that you were low-key shitty, too. I see the proof. Mm-hmm. The Facebook that's, posts. Yeah, and the... you, all your Facebook posts. You niggas got me high. Like, that's that's me talking to, like, people I personally know. Like, all of a sudden now, wait, hold up. Who's this person? I've known you. Yeah, for... like him getting elected, like, brought out those yeah. people that you were like, whoa. So, you know, and... And that was kind of how I was feeling a lot at that time. I remember that was really, really heavy on my mind. Like, I was really feeling like I was just being, it was like an attack. It was like all of a sudden now we're in this, like, random ass, like, you know, and I know racism's always been there. I know this shit's Mm -hmm. whatever. But it was just so amplified at one time. And it just was all coming at me. And I'm just a type of person by nature that if you slap me, I'm going to punch you in your fucking mouth. Yeah. And that's just it. Mm-hmm. That's so, pushing back. Yeah, pushing back. It's a uh, bro. It's so powerful because a lot a lot of people don't want to speak up or don't want to don't want to just say, "Hey, man." Like, well, it can be dangerous, right? That's true. Like, that's true. It's bad for business or it's, this. It's, or, it, well, yeah, you know, I don't really give a fuck about that part. But it's like, I have I have a kid. I have another one on the way. Mm-hmm. I have like, I have fear of. I'm just, you know, these motherfuckers talk about, you know, Chicago being whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm just as scared as the motherfucker with the Confederate flag on his truck, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really, it, it, it is a dangerous thing. But at the same time, it's, you know, if we don't, somebody has to say something. And I think the more people, um, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's weird. Dude, the Confederate flag is fucking weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just that my, my neighbor by the way has a confederate flag like in his window so okay so it's, it's weird to me for a, a couple reasons because uh you know like people in the northwest who have a confederate flag mm-hmm. and you say it's not about it's not about racism what else could it be you're not from the south you're not from, <laughs> so. yeah and even if you are from the south i don't really care because i always tell people what that flag is called the rebel flag, right? The Confederate flag. Yeah. What is the definition of rebel? To rebel against whatever. Yeah. What are you? What were they rebelling against? Uh, against people trying to make slavery illegal. That's it. There's no other explanation. That's it. End the conversation. And and you know, I mean, people are like, oh man, Duke's a hazard, man. You know, what, what, when did it become bad? And it's like. There's history. There's a specific history tied to this. Yep. And when you see, I I totally get it, bro. Because being a white dude talking to white dudes, like white dudes are comfortable talking to white dudes. Mm-hmm. So especially when I was in like a sales role, you would see where people would just be like ignorant as fuck about yeah. like the history, and you, they're not. It, it's weird that somebody would want to buy a confederate flag to fly in their truck like when you see people driving their trucks and they got the fucking flag like like flying. on some fucking mad max shit like just out here <laughs> like, with their fucking this? yeah man that's a it's, weird fucking thing dude and that's and that's something that i don't know man it's it's just that that was heavy on our minds uh and then on top of that when we were uh at that particular time they were like 
hemming up a bunch of motherfuckers at JFK, uh, you know, due to that uh, travel ban. Oh yeah, yep, yep. For like Muslims and stuff like that. Yeah. So they were. So that was happening. Like as I, as I'm in New York, like that's happening. Which was a huge place. Like the main place that was happening. Yeah. Because, you know, JFK and, yeah, airport. And, I'm, and I'm right there as it's happening. So we're just like all, it was just fucked up, man. It was fucked up. Like, you know, it was just, it was just a weird time. And um, that's it. You know, my music is really, I know this is like the cliche artist thing to say, but really like listen to anything that I'm, and you'll see where my mind is at for real. And that's it. That's where we Well, we're to take at. it back to where you were here, you want to hit this? Yeah. Um, to take it back to where you were, where you're talking about, you don't, you know, you don't do the typical, you know, party music bullshit and rapping about nothing. I, mean, I talk about smoking weed and like fucking and shit like that, but, but a lot of know. the stuff that you make has, has really, I don't know. I don't want to say like deep, but it's got substance. It, it makes you think it's, it's about important shit. It's not so much just like party music. Yeah. And all my favorite artists did that too. You know? Party music? No, no, no. Just like just conscious you, shit. Yeah, like well, real con- shit. Conscious. Yeah, I guess conscious. Yeah. 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 Like I mean, when when someone when someone go like a rapper, it's kind of like a big deal for a rapper to like rap about politics, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not a lot of people stay away from that kind of shit, right? You know, I mean, on this podcast, if people have a podcast, they're like, want to stay away from talking about politics or talking about shit. But uh, one thing I do want to talk about is. Uh, you Jerry did you, okay. You did do the uh, you did a collab with Fruit Baked. Yes, and I mean, as everybody's seen by watching watching this video that we just did, uh, you know, the middle finger up to the Confederate flag. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a real photo that the homie at Fruit Baked he took that. No, he took that. Was shit. that you? No, he no he took that. He did that's, that. That's his white hand <laughs> flipping off a Confederate flag in traffic on the fucking. Freeway and so was that planned for the song? No, hell no. Dog, that is so perfect. How no, the no, no. fucking universe yeah. literally brings I that. Think I, 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 I might be mistaken on this, so Moot, my bad if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure he said he took that shit like a couple years ago. So he had this this picture that was kind of just chilling in the chilling in the fucking gallery. Well, well what really happened was uh, we originally. Which we which we did uh, as one of the designs for the uh, for the shirts, but also just an image that we have floating around. The original cover was supposed to be the one of Donald Trump, um, his high school picture. Is that we, his high school picture? That's his high school, bro. At, at a military school, at that, ain't that a bitch? Really? And then this motherfucker goes and dodges the draft because he had a. <laughs> what do you have? He said he had fucking bone, bone spurs. Yeah, man, bone spurs. Bro, you have I want to whoop that dude's ass so bad, dude. I mean, it's you know, there's. I think there's a really big thing to to say about people who fucking just get money handed to them. I mean, it, it really like when you you know you're a dad, yeah. Um, so I'm sure sure you know like you know when you're raising a kid, like kids need to go through a certain adversity, right? Like even if you have the ability to kind of get them through all that, mm-hmm. right? it's important for kids to go through some type of pain and like learn what life is to kind of be seasoned for, for that shit. And like, when you just get handed millions of dollars to, to <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, there's, you're Hey, just, you know what? But if I'm being, it ain't even really, I don't know. I think there's a way to still do that and still like have, 
and still not be a scumbag. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's so tough to say because it just seems like money makes people scummy. You know what I mean? Like right. when when people aren't like when people work like when people came from the dirt and then they came up and got money. See, that's what I was just about to say. Maybe there's a difference between like the person who didn't have money first and then gets money. They appreciate it so I, much I, more. I promise you, please can the can the fucking paper gods listen to me and say that I promise you I'll be a good person with money. I yeah. really think that I'd be a decent human with like millions. When you get it, you get a uh, an opportunity when you don't have it to really experience what the rest of the world is experiencing. Yep. I mean, if you're born into this like one percent of people who just you, you got it made, you can't relate with fucking Zach and Derek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, and Chris mm-hmm. and people that are just going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. We're going to work, bro. Yeah. We're making fucking fifteen dollars an hour, bro. We're trying to we're trying to fucking pay the bills, like straight up. You know, people that are like their their problems are different, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, I couldn't I couldn't make it to Burning Man this year. I couldn't, you know, whatever your fucking problem is. Oh, fucking, you know, I didn't yeah. get a fucking good Coachella ticket or whatever. You know, whatever people are bitching about, and for, it's like sometimes like traveling's not even a possibility for people like us, like going somewhere. <laughs> Bro, like what? The dog cost me like five hundred bucks just to go to Seattle. Bro, you should the fucking dentist. <laughs> oh my god, bro. Bro, like so that's, expensive. That's, that's the type of shit I'm worried. That's about with right insurance, now. bro. I'm with, like, with, fuck. Like, no, I'm no, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> shit costs money. I thought it was free if I had insurance. Jesus fucking Christ, man. Like <laughs> I don't even understand what happened. It happened all so fast. <laughs> yeah. It was like I went to the dentist and then I was just upset. No. Yeah, you got to get double fucked too. Because when you were a kid, <laughs> when you were a kid, right, you, all you would do is uh, you would just have to go through the inconvenience of like the discomfort and like having yep. to be in the chair. And now you're like, you're like going through it, and then they're like four hundred dollars. <laughs> like fuck, dude. Bro, man, it's fucked up. So yeah, man. No, you're right. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, it's privilege. I think mm-hmm. that a lot of times, and with the race shit, I think that people need to. Um, you know, there's going to be fucking hateful people that are going to hate on you if you're a, a little person, if you're a black person, gay if you're person. a ginger person, if you're a, a fucking gay person, right. if you're trans. Um, but I feel like I like to lead with the, the mentality that most people, the majority of people are good people. And the majority of people in this world are just trying to fucking do good for themselves and they don't want to fuck over other people, right? And you're always just going to have these other people that are just they're mad at themselves so they're trying to you know that misery loves company they need to bring other people down and shit but this race shit is passed down you know because it's like oh my 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 grandpa was racist and he you know he uh my you know my my dad ultimately ended up being racist and then i whatever you know it's it's it, i don't know man it's it's weird like there's but you always going to be where you're grown and you can you can, I feel like a lot of racism is seclusion. So like when cats live out on the outskirts oh. of town and they stay out there and they hang out with the two white friends they have and that's all they, you know what I mean? They're not, anybody who's like really been in diverse situations with different cultures and people and like you will just see that people are just people. They're just trying to do the same shit you're trying to do. Yeah. Like these, these are just people, man. Like it doesn't. I feel like it comes from fear, and it comes from just like limiting yourself to who's in your life and experiences, and then judging from the outside. And mm-hmm. really, the the problem, in my opinion, is like it's rich versus poor. That that's that's a I big. Mean, 
that happens a lot. In yeah. this country, it's a lot of rich versus poor. It just happens. There's a lot of fucking rich well, white people. Well, I mean, too. because you look at like Donald Trump, and it's like, I don't care what anybody says, man. There's clearly some like there's racial shit, and he know like if it wasn't, it's just as simple as you coming out and saying. Hey man, I don't fuck with that shit. David Duke, like, oh, all you have to do is is fucking disown it. Say it. That's so, all so you have the to fact do. that you don't say it, all right, cool. I see where you at. There's now. B- good people on both sides. Yeah, yeah, that bullshit. Because you know what I'm saying, and, but, and he doesn't want to upset anybody when the right thing to do is say no. That's fucking bullshit. But then, but then it's like, but then you get the people that are like, oh, but he was kicking it with like Mike Tyson and like whatever, oh, bam, and I'm in this right with. Oh, I know a black guy that I worked with. But (laughs) but it also reminds me of what you were just talking about because it's like, yeah, but them motherfuckers is rich. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're they're fighting in his in his uh, at the Trump. It's 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 a business. You're not even realizing that this is a business. Yes, he is he just like yes, he just like kicking it with him on some like yo, come to my kid's birthday party type shit. And and even if he is, are you sure that there's nothing else tied to that? You better believe he's getting some bread somewhere. Dude, you know, the funny thing is that money rules everything. For sure. Money rules everything. You know what was... Okay, this is really interesting since we're on the topic of race. So, Lord Jamar? Mm-hmm. Is, right? Mm-hmm. Did I say it right? Mm-hmm. That dude? Okay. So, I was listening to him, dude, and I, I got down a rabbit hole, right? And he's talking about Eminem. Um, and he's talking about how, uh, like, dudes from the hood, like like black dudes, right, don't listen to Eminem. Like, nobody's listening to Eminem. So... <laughs> He can't be the greatest of all time in a genre, right, invented by black people if black people aren't listening to his music. No, he said nobody in the hood. No, and, and nowhere. But that's not true, though. And so, I don't think so. Okay. So I'm I mean, interested. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not in the hood like Lord Jamar is, but, but I he's don't saying, think that that's true. So because um, Rakim said that if... Eminem was black. He would be the Muhammad Ali of rap. And uh, and he says that he doesn't think that Rakim really, like if you were to say like, yo, Rakim, top favorite MCs right now, put something on in the car while we're driving. Nobody's putting on real Slim Shady or cleaning out my closet or. Now, maybe, maybe like. This is a tough one. Because, <laughs> it's, so, like, it's so tough. But it seems to be true. Like, I, could, I can see because, like, even, you know, it, it seems like when you think of Eminem's music, it just seems like that's not really what. Like, it's, it's really. Well, of course. He's talking about, like, trailer park shit and, like, whatever. It's like, not relatable. But I don't know, man. It's tough because, like, I always just ask this. It's a, it's a tricky thing to talk about because there's this history of black music completely being stolen by white people. Yeah. So like, that's where it's hard because the argument I want to make is like, well, where do we want hip hop to go? Like, do we want hip hop to just be this straight up fucking black only fraternity and like whatever? Like the whole point is that we want it to grow and we want to have something that's ours, that whatever. So I don't have a problem with like, Mm -hmm. As long as it's respectful, you know what I'm saying. Don't be out here in some on some blackface shit. Or well, like this whatever. is just—I guess this is just him saying, "Oh, you know, Eminem's the greatest of all times because he sold the most records." Mm. You know what is? You know what his analogy was? 
yeah, Taco Bell might sell the most tacos, but real Mexicans aren't going to Taco Bell to get their shit. I got you. Well, I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I you guess, know what I'm saying? I guess that's fair. And I, that, mean, I mean, that made sense to me. I was like, well, that makes sense. I don't, like, I don't, I, I still, I don't know. I'm, a, I'm kind of biased because I'm just like a super Eminem fan. I'm a, I'm an Eminem fan. Well, not real. I don't, I'm not really new Eminem. I get it. Like, I get the whole, <laughs> like, I get it, but it's like. I mean, the Machine Gun Kelly stuff was fun. That was hard. That was fun. Yeah, uh, and and like that that song, the ringer, and like that yeah. that new like he, he but dude, the, the, that Eminem show, definitely that that I, well, the Marshall Mathers was really like, I mean that that whole shit, the Slim Shady, the everything Marshall got Mathers, to start. Eminem but show, that third album, I feel like was the best album in my opinion. Eminem that, show, the Eminem show. I feel like it was like the first one was was pretty good. The second one was better than the first one, and the third one was his best body of work. And then everything declined from there. Man. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of good stuff from the second one too, but there's almost no skips. See, I don't skip anything on the Marshall Mathers though, and I barely skip anything on the Slim Shady. Legendary man, I'll never forget. Like even, you know, just having that album was like, oh shit! I used to rap that shit super loud, by the way, in front of my mom. And I was just gonna say, like, were your were your parents like a, like my parents didn't let me listen to music like that when that shit came out? Yeah, it was like, well, like I I told you, I was bad, man. So like. <laughs> I was I was just like sneaking shit like so doggy style is the first album that I like personally remember okay, like yeah. hip hop album and I was that shit came out what 93 I was four at that point so like I was probably like five six just listening to fucking doggy style and how did you get your hands <laughs> on this like yeah just sneaking like, it like my mom was like yo you can't have it and I but who was hooking like, you up your uncles no nah, I mean my, my mom was listening to all that shit oh shit. yeah yeah my mom was young my mom was 18 when she had me so Damn, she was listening bro. to all the fly shit. So she was listening to that, and I was, you know, I was, I was exposed to the Fugees and all that shit. Man, like, just because she was young and she so was it listening, was there. To, it was accessible. You were able to grab it. It wasn't supposed to be, but I made that shit accessible. Yeah, like, damn, bro. Mm-hmm. See, my mom was just listening to like gospel music. Got you. She was just listening to just like all I had like around me. If I wanted to sneak anything, was like, it was, it wasn't even sneaking because all it was was like Christian music and like uh, Garth Brooks and shit. Like, dude, I got a lot. A lot I like of my... Garth Brooks as a person. <laughs> I fuck. I fuck like just seeing him in like interviews and shit. I'm like, I think I would like hang out with this guy and have a good time. I've never seen him in an interview before. I feel like he's an elusive person. Yeah, I, could, I couldn't find him on Spotify. Well, like you know, like seeing him <laughs> on like like Oprah or something like that, and it's like, yo, like this dude just seems like you know, I don't know. I feel like he'd be a good person. I feel like I'm pretty dude, good about vibes. I mean, he was a fucking. He was like top of the, like he was like Massive. the most famous country dude ever. <laughs> That's crazy. That's like one of the only three country songs that I can like friends in low places. Like that's like, it's like yo, it's everybody going too, dude. Yo, I, you get a whole bar singing. Why is this such a jam though? Because you're going from high to low place. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like it's like almost sounds like he's drunk when he's singing it. Yep. So it's like it's for drunk people yeah, to yeah, sing. Yeah. And that's probably every time I've heard it. Yo, I fucks with that song though, Bro. man. I so, love that so shit. you fuck with some country music? Mm. Yeah, see, I like the older shit though. Like, I, I'm, I'm not really. That's one thing that I'm not super up on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like like Johnny Cash and shit. Oh, Johnny Cash was fucking. Yeah, he's one of a kind, dude. So I like that type of shit, and I don't remember if it was. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but it was just like somebody put it into my mind that the storytelling in country is really 
great especially like a lot of that older stuff and that's mm-hmm. why i like like with johnny cash and like all these different people like i'm like yo like i, I fucks with it i think the songwriting what was that song great. called like i shot a man in texas or some shit yeah and man like, like yeah. he was on he was also kind of gangster and too he would, yeah and he was storytelling mm-hmm. it was it's like like when when you could get the he imagery. did a live album in a prison right like the Folsom prison yep yo man it's hard yep bro people aren't doing that now Yo, like that would be hard to so, do right now. That's why I got respect for, uh, you know, Jeff Ross, uh, uh, the, comedian. the comedian. Yeah, yeah. L- a little bit, not not super up. But on he him, he just roasts people. So he he yeah. was like he was the one that did like all the roasts and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh then, yeah, the roast master, the roast master. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. So he did like the they roast inmates, mm-hmm. and he would just go into the jail <laughs> and like just be roasting inmates. He did. Uh, that's amazing. He roast cops. Yeah. So he just just go in there and just clowning on cops. He did roast border patrol. He just he like just go. He doesn't give a fuck. He just yeah, like man. goes and just clowns on anybody. Yeah. It's like getting out of the box and you that's know. That's that going shit I these, like. Yeah, that's that shit I like, bro. Yeah. Like people people being creative. Yep. Bro, it was funny because I was talking to you on the phone uh, to like do the podcast and like try to get you on the podcast and uh, you were like, oh man, I'm watching wrestling right now. Facts. So and you so you uh you say you watch wrestling every day. Literally every day. <laughs> Dude, that's so yeah. <laughs> just is with like literally since I was like five years old too. Like I just been watching wrestling so every are fucking you, day. You're a ninety eight right now? Uh, I'm watching I'm watching like yeah, ninety nine actually. Like I'm watching right now is a Saint Valentine's Day massacre. Stone Cold is about to have the cage match with uh fucking uh um um, Vince, Vince, and then and then Big Show's gonna eventually come out and fucking fuck him up in the cage. So, um, yep. is this WWF? Yep. At this point, yep. Because I do remember. I can't remember what year it was, but I remember being a yeah. kid and then being like, The Rock and Mankind are having their fucking shit right now. They just had the halftime heat, and oh, like mankind. mankind is taking those fucking crazy ass like chair shots to the head that don't happen anymore. Bro, he took that punishment like, like it he was, had to get paid extra it's you know, i don't know dude i mean talking about cte bro well i didn't even know what that shit was at that a time. fucking chair yeah. dude and mankind was already kind of a rough looking dude man he well his his ear was already off like coming into the shit like he came into <sighs> wwf with an ear off from death matches and his tooth went through his fucking lip in that Undertaker Hell in a Cell shit. So did he? So were these guys like? Because I remember like when you'd see blood. Like was that blood packets? Do you know? Or nah, was that, like, man. They, were cutting, they, they were cutting themselves. Or they were really bleeding. Like, like they just like it was, sometimes it was just like shit. Something went went bad. And I'm really bleeding for real out here in these streets. And you're just like yeah. you think everybody thinks this is a show, but I just got fucking clocked. What a fucking. Well, I know that mankind has been like on record, like not like since all that saying that like those chair shots from the rock and all that shit. He's like, yo, them shits is like legitimately fucking real. Like, wow. Like I, he's really hitting me with these shots or whatever. And it's like, even that like down to like, I think, I think he was talking about like the chops and shit. Like, yeah, that's right. You, somebody was just talking to me about how the chops fucking, no, that, that shit's real. Yeah. Like that's that, that yeah, shit's Jake and, uh, he he actually was like he did refing and shit yeah. for Saw, who was like the local yeah, wrestling man. organization. That here. shit ain't a game. Yo, we would be we would be out here like taking those chops like on some drunk shit. Like, okay, do it now, do it now, do it now. <laughs> and then we would just be getting chopped, and that shit would hurt for real. And you know that things don't go always as planned. Yes. So you know you're gonna go to hit somebody, you actually oh shit. Like yeah, I really yeah, just yeah, yeah. hit that fool in the face. Or like, then you get like a Bret Hart Shawn Michaels thing where it's like, damn, you might want to just throw a 
throw a couple in there just to be like, oh, I really don't fuck with you right now. Like I'm pissed. Like, in real life, like yeah. I just no, no, we just don't like I need each to other. Fucking, I need, yeah, and you need to kind of get those emotions. So there going is too. there is a level of like. It is like, you know, that's the thrill, like, but yeah. that's the thrill of it all. And that's what kind of makes it cool. Cause, and, and I think that's the best wrestling shows too, is where you can kind of like wonder like, wait, was that real? Or was that like, cause I always thought it was real, bro. Me too. I never knew that shit was fake. I was like, oh, like that was my UFC yep. when I was a kid. I was yeah. like, oh man, these guys are going to war. Yo, this is fucked up. But, but my mom tells everyone a story. So whatever. My mom literally got me tickets when I was like, shit. It was right before the 1998, the day before, actually, at the Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas, um, the 1998 Royal Rumble. So this is like Stone Cold's about to win. And um, and I didn't get to see none of them motherfuckers. Like It was like Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels was going to have his casket match, which ultimately was going to be like kind of the end of his shit. He was going to hurt his back and at so that point. So when was this? How old were you when your, your mom got your so tickets? So this was 98, so I was nine. Damn. Like 9, 10, something like that. What a cool mom. Right. Well, nah, but here, there's more, right? <laughs> she, The way she tells the story now is that she is like, at that time, I was I was like obsessed. I mean, I'm still obsessed with wrestling, but mm -hmm. I was just like, at the like, beginning. Oh, nine. Yeah, I'm nine, nine and obsessed. Yeah. And I'm just like fucking like, oh my God, wrestling is everything. And she was like, oh, like, get him some tickets. He's going to go and he's going to see that that shit's just like whack. That shit's, he's going to go and he's not going to feel the same about it. Like, he's going to be like, this shit's fake. Oh, she fake. thinks that you're going to go and be like, oh, this is fake. Yeah. This is boring. And I came back worse. Like, I came back like, yo. Like, this shit was so much better live. <laughs> and, and, and it's funny because anybody that, like, my girlfriend or whoever it is, like, that's not like super into it. They'll all say like, "When I go, I have hella fun." Like, so have you been to a live one since then? Hell, hella, man. Really? I've been to pay per views and shit. Like, really? I've been, yeah, man. I've been to hella. You've shit. Been there live, yeah. Wow. I go I, anytime they come to Spokane. I try to go. I didn't even know they came to Spokane. Yeah, they come to Spokane quite a bit. Not as much lately as they were for a while, but they they definitely come. So, who's your favorite all time fight? Uh, wrestler Shawn michaels Shawn michaels yep bro he had the style had that long fucking yeah. he had that long hair bro <laughs> Shawn michaels what man. was his nickname heartbreak kid heartbreak kid the right. icon the main event oh, the showstopper yeah he was a ladies man yeah <laughs> we got people over here doing the moves yeah, they, they were... <laughs> yo the thing yo i i love Shawn michaels you know what but it, we gotta remember though i'm a kid so he was just fun to watch mm-hmm like his in ring like shit was just like oh yeah he was entertaining yeah now that I'm older I'm realizing that's really what it was because I'm looking at his promos now and I'm like well the Rock was like shitting on Shawn Michaels as far as like promos the Rock was my favorite wrestler bro yeah like, I that's have, my I have posters on my walls I, I was like dude I'm gonna be people's elbowing people bro. yeah like, yeah that was my shit the Rock bottom dude yeah but the Rock were probably that's my second favorite wrestler and then for him to blow up though and I'm like oh well, that's why I liked him because this guy's fucking. Yeah, he's he, he's he was he was born to just be a, like on camera, bro. And he's like, he's bigger than he was when he was a wrestler. Now, yo, bro. he's hella fucking buff, huge, buff as shit. Fuck, yeah. man. But Stone Cold was up there, dude, because like anybody who was doing unique shit, smashing beers together, like he was just wearing them, yeah, like that, just badass motherfucker, dude. Yeah, I like. It's funny, like watch going back watching, and it's like, man, these dudes are like. It was crazy, man. It was a crazy ass time. Like so much person, like crazy personalities that would never ever work today. Well, I mean, it would work today, yeah. but they just wouldn't do it. So we're, um, where do you, where do you listening 
or watching this shit? Oh, I, I just what well, the WWF slash WWE stuff I watch on the network. So you just so, get the network, yeah, and then they just got all the past. Literally, like everything, man. Really, down up to the minute, like up to like if they show a pay per view today, like that's just just on there, and that's just you can just watch it whenever Wait, you want. Really? Yeah, you can watch anything. Like I started, see, okay, so here's the thing, like that, like Ultimate Warrior, like Hulk Hogan era. Yeah. That was like before my time, mm -hmm. and I never, I wasn't really like super up on like that shit because I really started from like ninety six, ninety five, mm -hmm. something like that. And so I started from like WrestleMania like one, like eighty five. Wow! Like, and I just like, like you went, could go back and you just started right there. And, and I and you're... I literally watch everything in order. Like I watch every like from eighty five wow. on, and then and that shit was kind of trash. Back then? Yep. Well, I mean, dude, I feel like we're kind of, you know, because you've seen everything that you've seen Yeah, now. it's like, what like, the back fuck then, was, was the like, big deal about the Ultimate Warrior? Like, no disrespect. Then, was, like, rest in peace. But, and Hulk Hogan was su is super trash. Yeah, I think, the 90, I think the 90s were the best. I think the 90s were the dopest. Yeah, 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 for yeah. It. Like, with the Hardy Boys and, like, yeah. motherfuckers were just doing, like, I remember the swan dive, bro. Yeah. Like, that was my shit. I was just on the trampoline, the, like the, just, the, uh, the the swanton, swanton bomb, yeah. swanton yep. bomb, yeah, yep. yeah, where you would just go and you would just like go right when your head's about to touch and you yeah. would curl down on them, and man, that was yeah, bro, the, see that, but that was that was that's a dope ass era too though, like Dudley Boys, like, or was that yeah. early two thousands? That was early. That was more so early two thousands. That's right. Yeah. The Hardy Boys were still they were kind of there though late nineties, like right now in this ninety nine. Yeah, they're there, but they're not. They're not like uh, they're kind of like enhancement. Mm -hmm. A little bit. Um, Edge and Christian are part of the brood with Gangrel. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, then, yeah, so uh, early. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, it's like that's happening. You got Stone Cold is is obviously high. You're about to get into WrestleMania 15, which is classic rock and Stone Cold shit. My favorite shit, bro. Yeah. That and, was my favorite shit. I was watching that, so how I watch it is I would go to the pay-per-view channel, right, and it would fucking be yeah, like. Yeah, 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 that's how I used to watch but that shit, But then sometimes too. it'd go. And I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh I can see the rock. That was oh, the rock. That was oh, the rock. Oh, he hit him. <laughs> yeah, bro. Dude, Yo, I, I would... swear, me too. Because my mom was never ordering the pay-per-views. Like, $30? You must be out your motherfucking mind. And some mind. kids had it, and I just didn't <laughs> fucking get I was like, wow. Yeah. People, your parents are letting you, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, man. No, I was never that kid. Never? I, I, yeah, I never got the, so I was definitely, because you could still hear it. Like you could hear. Oh, like you can hear bit. everything. Yeah, you could hear the whole. That shit. was what was so much better than now, because now it would just say not available. Yep. But then it was like there was. Yeah, you, I can still hear. It's like you're listening to it on like AM radio or something. Dude, it was beautiful. Yeah. And then if you could just catch like a little highlight. Yep. You'd be like, all yeah. right. Yeah. You'd almost tell people, I'd be like, yeah, I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I've been. I, I'm like a, a wrestling. Like honestly. Outside of music, like if I wasn't in music, I would want to work for like the WWE to some degree or like for like a wrestling company. Just, like, yeah, just work in production in there. Creative. I, I wouldn't want to be a wrestler. You, I was just going to say, would you want to be a wrestler? Hell no. But I would do, a, <laughs> I would do, I would like to be like a manager though. Maybe just be out there like supporting your dude. Yeah, like, like I'd be out there like on some, I already, I have a whole angle by the way. Who's that one dude? That one, that one dude that always wore a suit that would be out there fucking with, uh, fuck dude, some fat dude. What's his name? Jimmy the Mouth, yeah, like yeah, he was Mouth a, of the South, yeah, and he wasn't a, yeah. he wasn't a, a fighter, right? Or yeah, nah, that, that'd be me. Like I'd but be he out gets there, ass like, beat on, sometimes, right? Yeah, like I'd, I'd be down <laughs> to take a couple bumps or whatever if it was necessary, or like if I if I had to like low blow somebody or do something. Like, <laughs> I, I definitely want to be a bad guy though. Okay, yeah, okay, like hands down. So what what's your fa like favorite historical match, especially going back through? 
my favorite match of all time will probably be Shawn Michaels Undertaker. Um, like pick one uh for one of the classic WrestleMania. God, I wish I could go back and watch those, dude. I gotta yeah. get the WWE. Those happen later on, obviously, but those those are probably to me, just because like that's my era, mm-hmm. and it was like you know Shawn Michaels coming to like the end of his thing, and then they just have like this five star just like fucking classic. Fucking Undertaker didn't he just stop wrestling? He's not even done. He's, He's like, literally fighting at the next pay per view, which is like in like a week or something like that. Bro, that mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, he's just out here. That he's dude. on some he's on some Terry Funk shit. Like he's just gonna wrestle forever. Wow. Who's yeah. Terry Funk? Legend, man. Texas legend. Just like You know who this guy is? Yeah. Yeah, Terry Funk, man. That's like, you know, that's like a dude that just never fucking stopped wrestling. Like he was wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't understand what the big deal of Hulk Hogan was. He was racist. I just don't understand like yeah, you know yeah like, like literally. Bro. You know, like, isn't that fucked up? Like, I like this fucking, shit actually ended up making sense. I like junkyard dog, bro. <laughs> junkyard. See, but that was before my era. Like, and that, uh, and I, I had that junkyard dog wrestler, bro. On my little action figure, bro. Were they like the plushy ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, that was the old school mm, wrestling figure. Hell yeah, bro. Yep. Yeah. Well, what else we got? I wanted to talk about. I want to talk about something else. I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. It was what if matches. Yep. So it's actually trending on Twitter right now. What if matches uh, Undertaker versus Sting? Uh, but see, under- yeah, because did you did you watch you watched like WCW? WCW yeah, yeah I, was, I see that like that night, but not like the 80s. Like the yeah, I didn't watch the same time as like the, the Monday Night Wars. I was in, I was tuned into both of them pretty much mm-hmm. for like that, you know, year or two when it was really hot. But I wasn't really, I was definitely WWF, like. Yeah, I mean, that was the good shit, bro. Yeah. When Raw would come on, it was like, WCW to me was kind of like the safer version, it seemed like. Like, I was yeah, like, yeah, this kind of, you know. kind of, yeah. I mean, especially, well, WWF, like, yeah. they. Just I feel started. like they're like, blood, you're going to see some shit. Like, they're, like, dudes drinking beers. like. But shit. WCW definitely kind of helped, like, usher them into, like reality wrestling where it was like more realistic and it wasn't like doink the clown or like yeah. shit like that That's where it true. was like you know like scott hall is my real name and so, kevin nash is my yeah. real name okay so that that was like what was that shit called bro and it was uh it was like new world order yeah right and they had the the black and the red mm-hmm. and shit. Well, that was that was the later that was like the when they split up so that when was, was like that pack. that, that was, was yeah like, the wolf pack yeah, bro, was- I was into that <laughs> shit, bro. Yeah, the NWO was sick. I was into that shit. So that yeah. was like Sting and like Hulk Hogan. Yep. And fuck, who else? It was Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash was in the Wolf Pack. Uh, Macho Man was in the Wolf Pack. Oh, Macho Man. Yeah. Damn, dude. Yep. Yeah, they had. Uh, yeah, those, those were good times, man. Like I just. I love that shit. Like wrestling. I don't know what it is about wrestling. It's always just kind of taking me to this like place. Like I'm I've always been like a super disimaginative kid. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think there's something that speaks to me about like wrestling. That's why I say like if it wasn't music, like I would be involved in like wrestling somehow. Dude, sure. and I mean being able to like probably bring those two together because there's music and wrestling. No, no, no. I already I already, I'm plotting. I've been plotting on this. <laughs> it's, just, it's just about like when I can make the moves that I want to make when it comes to that. But I definitely wrestling is a that's part of my identity, man. It's part of my core. Like, dude, I love that shit, man. Wow, hell yeah, yeah, man. I think that that was a huge staple. I didn't, I, I kind of like lost it a little bit, like uh, growing up. But I did see that. Uh, oh yeah, we don't want to lose this. Um, I did watch. Did you see that movie, Fighting with Family? 
Yeah, we we I actually just watched it with uh, my girlfriend and my daughter. We watched amazing. It. It was actually a lot better than we expected. I fucking loved it. it. I yeah, was it like, was really I was good. like, yo, this is, yep. like, this is solid. Yeah, Like, man. it was funny. It was like, you know what I mean? A little, a little tear. Yeah. Whoa, shit. You know? And like, so crazy. And, yeah. And it's real. Like, they say that, uh, they say that her mom, like, wrestled when she was pregnant or some shit. Like, oh, yeah, because the whole family was wrestlers. Yeah, like, so well, I, I don't know. Just... If, I, I think, like, she didn't quite know that she was pregnant. And she, like, technically, like, her first match was, like, in her mom's stomach, which is sick. That's crazy. And then she ends up being one of the more iconic, like, wrestlers of our, like, of this time. You know, Paige is. And I and I didn't even know who she was. Honestly, I didn't. I was just like, oh, this, she's you incredible. Know. She's, she's she had, like, a really fucking fucked up injury and then ended up kind of. Like she's she's not wrestling now because they're like super not messing with. Them. That's why you know we're not getting the head chair shots and all that stuff because they don't play with anything anymore. Really? Yeah. So she got she had like some type of neck injury and they're like, yeah, no. Nah, so she doesn't crap. wrestle anymore. No, not anymore. She's still like a personality, but she'll probably wrestle again. They said Daniel Bryan will never wrestle again, and wow. here he is. They said Shawn Michaels too. Well, I remember when Owen Wilson died. Owen Hart. O Owen Hart. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, people uh, are gonna be like, "Yo, what the fuck, uh, Owen Wilson?" <laughs> I liked him. People are googling fuck. it. No, I mean, I remember that, bro. Like someone died. That's why I think I was really sold on it. Yeah. I was like, "Oh shit, wrestling's real." Mm -hmm. This dude died. Yeah, that's fucked up. This man. is real. Yeah. Like you know, and uh, I mean that. There's nothing realer than that. Yeah, that's I mean, fucked that's crazy. That, was, that was a fucked up time. I, I literally remember when all that happened, like being with my dad and like being like, yo, what? Like we we weren't even really like sure. Um, once again, because we I wasn't getting the pay-per-views at that time. Yeah. But it was just something that like when they, it was just like weird, man. Like, damn, Owen Hart. And then uh Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. They gotta take yeah, man, it's it's sad. It's crazy because if you uh have you seen like, you know, uh Chris Jericho? Mm -hmm. He's in like a band. Positive. And so he like yeah he just does yeah. music yeah which is kind of crazy man to like just see like dudes that would just wrestle I, I saw Kurt Angle I think I, I think wrestle or I saw him was he in the movie I don't I don't know I, I just saw that yeah. fool and I was like it's just it's kind of strange to, but Undertaker still looks like the same motherfucker like it's like yeah he's definitely got some got some years on him man but he's just like once again like Terry Funk it's like you're always gonna believe that this person's like a threat to win. It's just like there's so much respect and there's so much history and like, you know, and especially with that character in particular, like nobody wants to fuck with The Undertaker. Like it's like. No, dude. Remember fucking. Yeah. I, I remember I thought Kane's face was all fucked up. Yep. Me too. Right. I was yep. just like, oh, shit. I remember the, and it was like the I remember when it was like you could first saw his face mm -hmm. when they like revealed his face. Yeah. And it was like a big deal, bro, because you'd never. I don't know, man. That's kind of an old trick, right? Like you just never show someone's face like homeboy from Home Improvement, man. Tim, Tim Allen's fucking neighbor, bro. Yeah. Right. He just, I actually never really watched that show. You never. What? I you never. never I never watched. I never Tim really the watched. Tim the Toolman Taylor. Yeah. I never really checked that show out, which is weird because I know it's like classic and legendary, but I was like, classic, that was, bro. yeah, that was never something. Okay, like what's a what's a favorite nostalgic TV show that you watched back in the day when you were like nine, ten, eleven? Outside of wrestling, because that was really like the main thing. You know, um, like TGIF or anything yeah, like that? I was I was watching like uh, the normal sh like Martin and like oh yeah, fucking Fresh Prince and uh, yeah, it was Fresh Prince all day. Like, does anybody not like the Fresh Prince? I don't think so. I don't even it. know if that person exists, like, in the world today. No. 
I think even racist people Uncle like the Phil, Fresh Prince. Pro- in in secret. <laughs> like you can't like they're like trying to like <laughs> give them like the little laugh. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Like in public they're just like huh. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I know you guys are laughing. It's fine. Fresh Prince is fucking Bro, legendary. it was uh like Family Matters and fucking Full House and like whatever I guess was yeah. on like that that basic fucking boy meets world i've watched a lot boy of meets that. world yeah. yeah that was sick um i watched a lot of disney channel back then see dude. yeah but see i was watching see it kind of depends on what era because like i was watching like and even this was i think was before my time like the ninja turtles like the cartoon and shit oh, I love that but shit. i remember like that was something that i would watch like all the time power rangers like if we're talking about like me as like a kid kid yeah like i was watching all that shit power rangers power rangers that, and ninja turtles those two yeah had me outside fighting ghost people oh yeah you're fighting yeah you're literally fucking you are a power ranger yeah dude yeah i dressed up i was the red ranger um in kindergarten and we had like a costume party at school and like i i've rapped about this before but it was fucking hilarious my mom showed up as like a volunteer and she was like dressed up as a jailbird in my kindergarten class (laughs) so gangsta in kindergarten yo like had the ball and chain wrapped around her leg and we had like the black and white like striped jumpsuit on and was literally oh, that's a joke amazing bro and was but was volunteering and helping my whole class wow in kindergarten man and uh yeah it was hilarious man dude fucking, yeah i had man i had that super crush on the pink ranger the pink ranger was super is she, is she still she's still around right she's still fine too yo the um the yellow ranger passed away though really yeah I know I saw that somewhere. Damn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Pink Ranger was super. She was in that Suzy Q movie. Do you remember that? Yep, I do remember that. Suzy Q, that shit was, she was bad. I know, man. Just thinking thinking back to those old crushes, man. Back oh, in the yeah. 90s and shit. Yo, if, you, if, if people go to my uh, Instagram right now, there's a freestyle up on there, Babes of the 90s. I'm rapping <laughs> really? about all, There's literally a freestyle on there right now about me rapping about all the girls from the 90s that I was into. But, you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jennifer Lopez has been like generational. Yo, are you kidding me? Like, genera- like, like she, you could go, she actually might look better now. Like, she might just keep getting better. Because you could be like, well, I don't know. Like, when she did Selena. Oh, yeah, she was bad. Damn. Sexy as a mother. And like, uh, damn, Mariah Carey, too. Yes. Damn. Absolutely. Especially back then. Not so much now. Mm-hmm. But back then. Damn, so you got a, you got a Babes of the 90s freestyle on your Instagram. Yeah, it's, literally, yeah, it's definitely up there. Because I was doing those 60-second Saturdays for a while. I just wanted to, like, rap. And I, I was that. just, like, yeah, I was just rapping and shit. So, yeah, that was one of them. I, I remember it was, you know, just, like, some whatever. Like, let's make it a a, a theme and make it interesting. And I was like, oh, like, Babes of the I think I was, a matter of fact, what's funny is that I rapped over the uh, the Godfather's theme music. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> That's literally what I rapped it over. Yeah, oh I remember God. now. Yep. Well, um, are you planning a visual for this pushing back? Yeah, you are. Really? Yeah, I want to. Um, I, I have I have a whole um, idea where it could go. You know, we, me and uh, Moot from Fruit Bag, we have been talking for a while about um, possibilities of a visual. It's just kind of like making it right. I'm just. Yeah. I really it it, it kind of sucks. Like it's like we talk about a live, mm-hmm. and I even think. For me personally, I love Alive, but my personal favorite video of mine is Tomorrow. That's my favorite favorite video I've ever done, you know, and it was just, it means more. My daughter was in it with me, and mm-hmm. it was just like, 
Oh yeah, I remember that. Such yeah. a such such growth in that video. Like it just as a person, it was just it, it represented a lot more. And I'm you know, knowing me probably uh, enhances what that video. Yeah, means. so it was just more personal. Yeah, 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 for sure. But um, but I don't know. It's kind of like it's like a gift to have those videos, and then it's like a curse because it's like I just won't do it if it's not tight. It this it takes time. Sometimes yeah. it takes time and something that you're working on, you'll build a foundation on it and, and it takes a while for it to become this full thing. Yeah. So I, I can, especially with a video, bro, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you're not just showing up to a place where you got a bunch of cameras and, and all this shit. I mean, you're, you, you're putting it together yourself, mm -hmm. you know, and with moot. <coughs> yeah. Which, well, for this one in particular, like this, it just so happened that this one in particular me and Moot have been talking a lot about. Well, I mean, what, what you guys did with the uh, with the shirts and, and shit like that, I mean, the visuals, like the collaboration between you two seems real, real yeah. dope. So, man, yeah. a video would be amazing. Yeah, no, I definitely think, uh, you know, sky's the limit. I, and and uh, Moot, Moot, by the way, Fruit Baked, uh, super dope uh, streetwear brand out of Spokane. It's really just like creatively ambitious and, been working with them a lot and um we're rocking it right here yeah yeah we both are actually there it is that wasn't even planned at all that Yo, was it, super... it's kind of crazy because it's like usually we would say hey you know go pick it up you know but they do it for like 24 hours you get you like you get it for 24 hours and yeah and, that, and that's what you get and that's what's kind of crazy because it's like it makes you want to fucking watch for that next drop like oh shit i well i'm not gonna miss that next one. yeah you know and i'm sure he comes back sometimes and, and like he brought the he brought the donald trump one uh yeah. that one he brought it back because mm -hmm. he did that one already right? right and then he brought it back so yeah. sometimes he'll bring them back and shit like that but i think it's cool that it's exclusive and you have to get it then you know yeah. you can't just fucking definitely encourage all my people go out uh follow them on instagram at fruit baked fruitbaked.com whenever it's up dude where okay so where can everybody find your music um you can find me Derek on mars most on mostly everything uh d-e-r-r-i-c-k mm -hmm. on mars um on pretty much everything and and that's it just Der Derek Jenkins I'm the only one if you on any streaming site that you got or use um iTunes Spotify whatever it's all up there um the older stuff is obviously I was going as a Jinx or Jinx Universe so all that stuff is out there and that's still me like that's still like it's still you but yeah it's just but right now it's Derek Jenkins yes Spotify Apple mm -hmm. Music all yeah. that. Uh, everything, man. Check them out. All right, yeah. yo, thanks for coming on, man. I yeah. appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thank you, thank you, thank All right, brother. you. It was, it was super fun. All right, I'm going to get you on again before Hell you leave. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, brother. Yeah. just happy to be here but i don't i don't i i still i don't know i'm a, i'm kind of biased because i'm just like a super eminem fan i'm a i'm an eminem fan well not real i don't i'm not really new eminem i get it i get it i get it i get it